Hi, I'm Jacqueline Becerra, pastor of City Church International, and this is our church podcast. Thank you for listening today. I hope this message encourages and empowers you. Wow, good morning, beautiful people. I am so grateful that you are connecting with us today. And like always, I just wanna take a few minutes of your time this morning. So go get your pen, your paper, your nice cup of joe, you know, your coffee, your favorite one that's gonna boost you up, right? Uh, Let's just connect today, right? And like always, I always, always tell you this, I want you to come out out of every message, I want you to be encouraged, become stronger and wiser. And like always, I want you to come out with a fight inside of you. Meaning, even if you don't feel strong today, you are strong. Even if you feel like a loser today, you are a winner. You need to start saying those things, right? I don't feel good today. I don't even want to get up. But you know what? You're going to get up because you are strong. You are victorious today, right? You got to start living that life that God has planned for you today. Why? Because God created this day and this day is only for you, right? Amen. So before we get ready to start, we always like you to um, share the link, like the link, share and invite, right? So we're gonna continue a series. I know um, I had, we were talking about God's ammunition and you probably didn't see me for like a Sunday or two Sundays, you know, I was down and out, but uh, it doesn't mean that I'm delayed with any message because God knows when this message needed to come out. So I had been talking about God's ammunition. So um, I talked about, uh, and we're gonna continue and this will be the last, Uh, series, the last one that we're going to talk about, but I talked about the word being God's ammunition, right? And I talked about faith being God's ammunition and praise being God's ammunition, worship being God's ammunition. And the last one that we're going to talk about is that prayer is my ammunition, right? So let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this word today. And we will receive We will be empowered, we will be equipped, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, amen. Let's get started. So I'm gonna share with you two scriptures, and one of them is in Mark 11, 24, and then Romans 8, 26. So I'll always separate those um, and share them with you, and it is off the Passion Translation. For some reason, I, I bumped into that translation, and it's like, oh my God, I like this. I love the way it just speaks. It's so realistically, right? And so in Mark eleven twenty four, it states, this is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer, but that you have received it and it will be yours right? Talks about prayer, about asking boldly, but not only asking, believing what you're praying for, because it's yours. If you, if God is your God, Jesus is in your heart, the Holy Spirit within you, that means that the creator, Abba Father, has everything for you. So you got to believe it, right? Pray it, believe it, receive it. Pray it, believe it, receive it. 
Romans 8.26 in the, um, the Passion Translation, it goes on to say, and in the similar way, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty, right? Meaning our weakness, to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray and know the best things to ask for, but the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf, pleading to God with emotions of sighing to deep for words. And so can you imagine how many blessings have been poured into our lives, has been poured into our laps because of the super intercession of the Holy Spirit? A lot of times we've prayed and we're like, God is just throwing all these blessings at us. Like we haven't gotten sick in a year. Maybe um, your car payment has been made on time, but we really don't see those things as blessings. We see those things as, oh, that's my doing. That's not God's doing. It's my doing because I'm eating right. It's my doing because I went to work. But guess what? God gives us everything we need. And we need to remember that. And at the same time that this Holy Spirit is always super interceding for us, right? So let's get, let's, let me give you, let's get sim simple here. Let's define prayer. It is a request for help or an expression to say, thank you, Lord, right? That's simple. It's a conversation with God. It's a conversation I'm having with you right now. It's, I can have the same conversation with God, like, Hey, God, I'm here today. Uh, I was down for a while, but I'm so grateful that even when I was down, you taught me some things. I was quick to listen to your still small voice. You see, I was conversating with God right there. It's a conversation. It is so simple. There's different kinds of prayer. There's oral conversation, like I'm talking to you now. There's a mental one, right? Have you ever been in a meeting and you're praying to God or you're asking God for something in the middle of that meeting, but you can't just in the middle of a meeting say, hey, yeah, Lord, I need you right now. You see, they're really mistreating me and they're talking bad about me and, uh, you know, but you can't do that. So mentally you're like, Lord, I need you. Lord, just like David said, my enemies encamp around me to devour my flesh that I sit at this table with people and with leaders and they're around me surrounding me devouring get making plots and plans on how to revenge against me lord in this i am confident lord that's mentally you saying that so you can mentally pray you can orally pray but you got to consistently pray and pour out to god so whether it's loud out loud or mentally prayer is prayer Prayer you can do in many different ways because a lot of people get scared. They think praying, you know, I got to wear the, the cover. I got to cry. Snot's got to come out because if snot doesn't come out and tears don't come out, then it's not real. It's not genuine to God. God needs you to be loud. Like, I mean, did you know that God speaks to us in a small, still voice? So it doesn't mean you need to hear God say, okay, Jackie, I'm doing this for you. That's not the way I'm going to hear God. I'm going to hear God with, yes, my daughter. It's a small, still voice. And we got to be sensitive to know it, right? 
And so there's different types of prayer. That we um, different types of way that we can pray. You can kneel, you can bow, you can fall prostrated, meaning you can be flat on your face, your head down. You can, you've heard your pastor say, um, stretch your hands, right? You can spread your hands. Um, standing, you can pray laying in your bed. You can pray while you're in the shower. You can pray while you're in your car. You can pray, uh, let's be personal in the toilet, right? You can pray while you're worshiping, right? And then there's different types of prayer, depending on the season in the, uh, the, the season you find yourself in. It can be a season of Thanksgiving. You know, you're just so grateful that you're alive and that you have a job and that there's a roof over your head and the light's not cut off. That's a season of Thanksgiving or praying um, during worship, right? When you're singing a song, my favorite song is the Waymaker, right? Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Y'all know that song, right? That's prayer. That is who you are, right? That's prayer because you're saying, God, I worship you. Did you know that when you begin to worship God, he's sitting on his throne and he's like, oh, that's my daughter Jackie. And you get his attention because he loves the praises of his people. He loves for you to acknowledge that he is the king. Even though you might say, well, he might not need it. He already knows he's king. But who doesn't love to be acknowledged, right? And so worshiping is another way, uh, a type of prayer that we can do. Uh, repentance. Oh, my God. I just said the most horrible thing, Lord. I just need to repent from it. That, that should not have come out of my mouth, but it was deep in my heart. I felt it, and I wanted to say it, and I just wanted to hurt that individual. But, Lord, forgive me. Cleanse my mouth, right? God, I get so frustrated, Lord, because there's just not any control. It just flows out of my mouth because my heart is full of this hate and this anger, and I just want to say it. That's a, forgive me, Lord, right? That's a prayer of repentance or confession or blessing or petitions, right? Um, we had a Grow Zoom uh, class yesterday, and we had two individuals that had prayer petitions, right? One for Alex and one for Andrew and two different scenarios. One committed suicide and the other one is diagnosed with the cancer that is, is not a good thing, right? It's not good news and is struggling, right? And so those are petitions, you know? I wanna pray for this person because they are not doing good, right? And that's a good thing. We should have petitions every day. Prayer is so easy that even a child can do it. I mean, my daughter does it with my husband. They do Devo every day, two Devos, and they pray. So it's so simple, it's so elementary. Prayer is elementary. This is what makes it hard. It's your commitment to do it. If you're not committed to say, you know what, when I wake up in the morning, I'm gonna pray. Um, I know some of y'all know that I've been down for two weeks, and so I shared yesterday in the Zoom class, uh, in the Zoom uh, streaming or live, I don't know if I'm saying it right, oh God, help me, right? Persecute me later, but listen to this message now. Anyway, so during the Zoom, I, I said, um, I was listening to healing scriptures while I was bedridden, so I was listening in the morning and in the night. So it, it depends again, your commitment is what makes it hard, right? We're so busy, right? You're healthy, you're strong, you gotta go to work, you gotta get the breakfast, you gotta get the dinner, you gotta get the kids zoomed into their class, and, you, and then you tend to forget. So 
prayer, the hardest thing is commitment to do it. So my encouragement is that you find a time in the morning, whether it's driving to work or coming back from work or right before you put your head in the pillow or in the shower, you know, communicate with God. Prayer, when you pray, it opposes the enemy. And I'm going to tell you why. It opposes the enemy because when you pray, it is a connection to heaven. It is a connection to heaven, period. When you're praying, you are connecting with God and with heaven. So it opposes the enemy. So it is your God-given ammunition, right? Prayer says, okay, Jesus is the Lord. I'm free from anxieties. I'm free from fear. I'm free from control, manipulation, depression. I'm free from this sickness, disease, the lust, right? And, and prayer generates results. It really works. Satan's biggest thing, and I shared it last night in the Zoom, Satan hates, hates your communication line with God, period. He just hates it because it keeps you linked to heaven. It keeps you connected to heaven. And God wants his full presence and his full power, and the only way to get his full presence and his full power to be working in your life is through communication with God praying and listening, right? Listening and waiting for his still small voice. It's your ammunition. It's the only way to be connected to your power source. It fully equips you on the way you see things and the way you think about things, right? The moment you start to pray. Prayer is a vital foundation for our lives, right? It sharpens your discernment. Um, you have to gain that spirit of discernment, but you don't just gain it because you're sitting there and you're pretty and you're smart and you know it all. No, you gain it when you start connecting Right. I, I think I've shared it before that, you know, you, if you look at your surroundings, who you're hanging around with, that's who you become. So when you're praying and you're communicating to God, then that's your surrounding. It's your presence of God in your life that sometimes when you speak or you say something, it, it draws an attraction to people because there's something different about you right? That is because you are connected with God. You have that spirit of discernment, his power, right? And his holiness that's activated in your life because the word of God is in you and your communication and your link to God, to heaven, is there because you are committed to pray. So when you, when, when you are in tune with God through prayer, you're able to hear God and know God. You'll know when it's God when you're in that line at HEB. You'll know when it's God, when he tells you to move to the right lane, because you don't even realize that the car on the left lane that's coming is about to get in a wreck. You know it's God. That's a spirit of discernment. You know it's God that you looked back at the dinner table and you realized that you left your cell phone there or your credit card, right, when you signed the slip. You know it's God because you're connected. Power downloads heaven. Prayer, I'm sorry. Prayer, let me recorrect that. Prayer downloads heaven. But at the same time, we can talk about power. There is power in prayer. And so there, power, prayer downloads heaven. There's a scripture that goes, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? Everybody knows that, right? So prayer downloads heaven 
here as it is in heaven, right? And so prayer is considered the foundation, and we need that foundation because without that foundation, there's no building. It doesn't stand. The found, if the foundation is destroyed or your foundation or your home is destroyed, what shall righteous do, right? If it's destroyed, what are we going to do? Let me just share with you that the enemy wants your prayer life. He wants to shut your mouth up. He doesn't want you to start speaking the things that God has called you to be. He doesn't want you to live out God's purpose and plan for your life. So he wants to shut your mouth up. He, want, he doesn't want you to be intimate with God. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy you right? He wants to destroy your home. He wants to destroy your kids, your marriage, your health, your finances. He wants to destroy the very foundation of your life. He wants you disconnected from prayer, disconnected from heaven, disconnected from God. He wants that because if you don't have it without prayer, there's no power in your life. There's no provision in your life. I mean, if Jesus is our greatest example, let me give you an example why prayer is important. Jesus could not go to the cross, listen to this, without first visiting the Garden of Gethsemane. Ugh, my goodness. He's, he is our mentor. He is our, our life guide. He is uh, everything to us. We're supposed to look up to him live like him, think like him, pray like him, be like him. Prayer connects us that way. And so if Jesus, if Jesus could not go to the cross until he visited Garden of Gethsemane, guess what he did there? He prayed to his father. Oh my God, Lord, please, right? That the cup be passed and that you know, he prayed. He, those were petitions. They said he cried and they were drops of, of blood, right? His tears were like blood. That's a petition. When your life is in the line, that is considered a petition, right? And so he had to consecrate himself in prayer first before he can say, it is finished. He had to pray he had to concentrate, concentrate himself, right, in prayer before he said, it is finished. So today, if you have, you have to make that decision. I want to be that man of prayer. I want to be that woman of prayer. I'm not, saying, I'm not telling you to become a monk. It's not. It's just a simple conversation like we're having now this morning. You have to make that decision that you're going to, that, that prayer is going to be first in your family, right? You got, you got to pray for your family. You got to pray for your health. You got to pray for your loved ones. You got to pray for your protection and your safety, right? You, if you make that decision and you say, you know what? I'm just tired. I'm tired of seeing my condition. I'm tired of seeing the condition of the community. I'm tired of this pandemic, right? Uh, at least you know, I know it's not going to end soon, but maybe, you know, bring down those numbers, Lord. Or if you're saying that, I'm telling you, prayer is your ammunition, right? It's your ammunition. It's a vital habit you should create. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to learn. I'm going to drop 50 pounds and I'm going to hit the gym up, you know, and I'm going to make this uh, lifestyle, healthy lifestyle. That's good. But let's, th let's, let's take care of our spiritual side too. 
Let's create a habit to say, you know what? I'm going to pray. Every morning, I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to speak to God. There's not going to be, uh, when you when you open your mouth and speak to God, I'm not telling you you need to spend two, three hours with God. There's no set time and there's no set limit, right, on how many times you communicate to God. You just have to open your mouth, right? And and you got to say it. And if you don't know what to say, oh my God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You got to create that habit. You got to spend your time every day with the Lord in prayer, worship, and studying his word. Amen. So my encouragement is that you find that time to say, you know what, today I'm going to make prayer a part of my foundation, right? And prayer is for everyone. It's for everyone. Like I shared with you earlier, it's like saying, hey, God, I'm here. I'm awake. I need you to know that today I need your protection. In Jesus' name, amen. That's simple. So I never want to close without giving anyone an opportunity, right? To say, you know what? <laughs> I want this amazing, powerful, all-knowing, comforting God that you serve. And his name is Jesus Christ. And I need to know him. So if you say, you know what? I'm ready to take that next step. If you have decided, let's pray this prayer. It's very simple. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner and there is nothing I can do to save myself. And I've tried it so long to try to do it on my own, Lord. But today I'm asking, come into my heart. And God the Father is saying, I gave my son's life for you. If you just prayed that prayer, right, you're going to say, amen, I receive you. Come into my heart, Lord. Change my life. Heaven is having a party right now for you. We are so grateful that you've made that decision again. That's just step number one. You still have to do step two, three, and four. You got to keep on. You got to work your salvation. You got to pray. You got to stay connected. You got to get stronger, right? Stay connected with us. We're here for you. Amen. We thank you so much for joining us today. And let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. I seal your people by your precious blood. And as you enter the mission field, love God, love people, serve others, and change the world.